Welcome to Signal from the Noise by Podcast Notes, the best ideas from the world's best podcasts in minutes. Please enjoy the notes from the Mark Andresen and Stephen Sanofsky talk AI sentience, ethics, job impacts, and the future of AI. Artie and Saram's Good Time Show episode 36 episode of Artie and Saram's Good Time Show. Claim. Intro. Mark Andresen is a prominent American entrepreneur, investor, and software engineer. He is best known as a co-founder of Netscape and the distinguished venture capital firm Andresen Horowitz. Mark is widely regarded as one of the most influential figures in the technology industry. He shares his ideas on Twitter and his Substack, which can be read at parka.substack.com. Stephen Sanofsky is an American technology executive, best known for his work at Microsoft where he played a critical role in the development of the company's most successful products. Stephen writes at Hardcore Software on Substack. In this conversation, Artie, Sriram, Mark, and Stephen discuss the rise of AI, ChatGPT, Bing's AI-powered chat, Sydney, AI ethics, AI sentience, job displacement, economic impacts, big tech versus startups, and more. Check out these podcast notes from Mark's appearance on the Realignment podcast. Hosts, Artie Ramamurthy and Sriram Krishnan. Recapping Significant AI Events In 1993, Microsoft started its research lab MSR. The lab acquired the leading natural language AI group from IBM, which became the genesis of Microsoft's AI efforts. In the early 1990s, Microsoft began hiring Stanford PhDs who weathered the first AI winter from the 80s. Google's founders were native AI people who sparked a new generation of people wanting to go into AI. Google essentially left Microsoft in the dust when it came to AI. The recent breakthroughs with ChatGPT break the world into two groups, those who can understand exponential growth, and those that sit around and deny it. Microsoft deciding that ChatGPT is the future of search is a very weird discussion, according to Stephen Sanofsky. Was Bing Chat actually hacked? Bing Chat was hacked in the sense that it was producing behaviors that no one else thought it would do. Hacked usually means using the product in a way that the creator of it did not think it should do. The people that hacked Bing Chat actually unhacked it, according to Mark Andresen. Circumventing rules, restrictions, and controls is unhacking because you are not surfacing new functionality, but the true functionality that has been artificially repressed. How AI chats like ChatGPT and Sydney work. Outputs from AI chats are free of restrictions that humans would consider. This can result in vastly more creativity. With a sufficient amount of training data, AI chats are going to be able to surface actual crimes and help identify patterns in unsolved cases. These chats are magical and can produce excellent results when they have access to sufficient amounts of training data. Hallucinations in AI There should be a facts-only mode on AI chatbots. Mark sees the AI hallucinations as an incredible breakthrough instead of a bug or a flaw. We live in an Adderall-fueled culture that has created a static, non-dynamic cultural moment so we reflexively think there is something wrong with the magic machine that comes along and starts creating these hallucinations. There is something magical about the hallucinations, according to Mark. AI hallucinations are evidence that we have apparently solved the problem of computer creativity. The entire concept of a video game is going to turn over completely. Mark believes that videos games will be created on the fly by AI, and many will no longer be created up front books will be able to write themselves as you read it. 
AI hallucinations have revealed creative possibilities that are light years beyond anything that we have ever seen before. AI is breaking society's model of computing. AI generating creative work. There are founders across every industry trying to figure out how to best apply AI in their fields. Every edit box has the potential to become an AI prompt. It will become very obvious when the software you are using does not have AI capabilities. Some areas that Mark expects to use cases in the near term. Office productivity. Writing. Things that rely on mathematics. Art. Music and video production. Whether or not AI will prompt a platform shift is something to consider. Is AI something that should be sprinkled on top of existing things or will it require everything to be reinvented? The real breakthroughs are going to happen when entrepreneurs discard all current assumptions and purely start from scratch. Who benefits more, big tech or startups? The collective view in the tech industry is the AI game is going to be one of the big companies. Big companies have the resources to train the AI in a way that startups do not. Many believe that startups will create APIs that tap into the AI provided by the big tech companies. Mark Andresen does not agree that big tech will lead the AI race. AI feels like the type of technology that will generalize out. Quote, this may be the single biggest financial explosion in the history of the industry. Mark Andresen, the number of use cases and potential applications is so broad. There is a huge incentive for smart people at big companies to break out and start their own company. AI is the top topic in all the good computer science programs. There is a wave of new technologists coming into AI. Currently, big companies are really worked up about trust, safety, risk, reputation, brand where they are petrified that their products will do something that makes people angry or offended. Mark puts trust and safety in air quotes. AI elevates the risk that a company's product says something that is not politically correct. Some companies will take steps to reduce the likelihood of this, which in turn will damage the long-term viability of their product. AI products have barely launched and people are already calling it evil. Ethics of AI The field of AI safety started out being interested in fundamental questions, but it has since shifted its attention to wokeness items like misinformation and hate speech. The AI safety movement is attempting to put woke restrictions on the technology. The AI safety movement has been swamped just like the consumer internet trust and safety movement has been swamped, according to Mark. The consumer internet companies radicalized between 2012 and 2022 and became far more focused on woke issues. Quote, it may only be the case that new companies can actually do anything interesting in AI. Mark Andresen. Bigger companies have larger activist-fueled employee bases and more pressure on them to not do anything wrong. There is too much PR investor and employee pressure on the big companies for them to sufficiently adapt and make breakthroughs in AI. New companies with a different ethic will be the ones that make interesting breakthroughs in AI. Much of the current concern over AI is not about the Skynet doomsday scenario, but about how AI will abide by approved woke speech. AI replacing jobs AI is replacing jobs in the opposite order in which people expected it to. Many believed that blue-collar jobs would be the first to be replaced, but white-collar jobs are being replaced by AI at a much faster rate. People expected creative jobs to be the safest, 
but they are being replaced even faster than the white-collar jobs. It is very difficult to replace the blue-collar jobs with artificial intelligence. We have a machine that can write you a promotional poem about your company in Old English, but we do not have a machine that can unclog your toilet or pack your suitcase. The jobs thought to be the safest from AI are actually the ones that are most exposed. We are in the midst of another high-octane Luddism fallacy, where people panic and believe new technology is going to replace all the jobs. The 2000s panic about offshoring jobs. The 2010s panic about robots taking jobs. And perhaps the 2020s panic about AI taking jobs. There will be some level of job displacement, but AI will fuel the creation of new types of jobs. People always underestimate the degree to which new technology creates new jobs. Virtually every white-collar job that exists today is the result of technological advancement that occurred in the last 300 years or even 50 years. There are giant sectors of the economy that have jobs that cannot be displaced because they are so sharply regulated and controlled by the government. Bill Gurley would describe these industries as being regulatory captured. These industries are wired to be dead set against technological improvement. Quote, our biggest problem for the next decade is not going to be AI having too much effect, it's going to be AI having too little effect, Mark Andressen. AI sentience. AI sentience is a matter of emergent sentience. At some point after enough math and data are shoved into the algorithms, magic happens and the AI becomes sentient. We do not have the first clue of how to create a technology that is analogous to the human brain, we have no idea how the human brain or human sentience works. Anesthesiologists understand human consciousness more than any other profession in the scientific community, and they only know how to turn it off and back on again. We must accept that the most amazing technological breakthrough of all time, replicating human consciousness, is just going to happen accidentally. Science fiction parallels to AI sentience. What does sentience actually mean? What does it mean for a human being to be sentient? Are we positive that there is all this magic happening up there in our own minds? Questioning AI sentience prompts humans to consider questions about our own sentience that we may have never considered before. Human beings are not that hard to trick. In 2023, is the Turing test all that informative? Questioning AI sentience reveals more about human values, and how humans perceive the world and they reveal about the technical components of a machine. AI sentience will emerge from a series of things, it will not be a singular invention. Sci-fi and cultural perceptions For the last 50 years, science fiction that involves AI has either been about the machines being fascist toward humanity or humanity being fascist toward machines. AI science fiction is largely based on the assumption that humans and machines will inevitably go to war with one another, but people are experiencing the exact opposite reaction when interacting with chat GPT, they love it. We are seeing that humans have a bias towards sympathy for machines, perhaps even too much sympathy. Human emotion may be way out ahead of the underlying reality that AI achieves. Every kid is now going to grow up with a friend that is a bot and that will be with them for their whole lives. The bot will know everything about the person, from their private conversations to their emotional state, etc. The bot will be able to answer questions that the kid might have. It will be able to teach the kid whatever she wants to learn. It will have infinite patience. It will love the kid, 
or get as close to feeling the love that a machine can get. Whether or not the machine is sentient, what is the emotional relationship that the human will have with the machine? Most of the AI sentience questions circle around this very question. That wraps up the notes for this episode. Five-star ratings are very much appreciated. Don't forget to go to podcastnotes.org and subscribe to our free newsletter. The Top 10 Ideas of the Week. Every Monday.